Ray. Riff, riff, wrong. Okay. Risk progress is a part of Christian Reek Central Network. And Riff, wrong, wrong. Hey, Scoop, what are you doing, man? I don't know. I'm supposed to be reading an ad. All right, hold on. Give me, give me it. Okay. All right. This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Cartoons, the animated frontier. These are the voyages of the Cellcast podcast. It's continuing mission to explore strange new cartoons, to seek out new animation styles and new creative storytelling methods, to boldly go where so few ever go again. To another episode of the Cellcast, the animated series. Joining me today is a man who just needs to close his mouth because he's drooling, Jacob. Well, I can't help it sometimes. Come on, man. <laughs> I, I, I see a pretty lady. I just can't help. Can't help it. I was not expecting that to be where that was going to go. <laughs> uh, why? Thank you. I'd like to introduce our co-host, a man who. Forgot to tell everybody he can't swim. Welcome, Drew. It's not that I can't swim. It's just it's fa- far faster to sink. Apparently more useful in this instance. Apparently. How are you doing, Jacob? I'm doing well. How are yourself? Doing good. Well, today we are reviewing the, what is this, the sixth episode? Six. Yeah. Sixth episode of Thundercats 2011, Journey to the Tower of Omens, or as I like to call it, the most convenient set of circumstances that could actually happen till the end of it anyway. Yeah. There's a lot of convenience. In there this is. Yeah. Quite uh, a bit. Quite a bit. Just going to touch on the writer and director real quick. It was written by Tab Murphy and directed by Kazuo Nogami and Sean Song. Hmm. All right. So a story picks up where our, the Thundercats are trying to find the Book of Omens and they're having no success mm-hmm. until Snarf of all people, decides looks what it looks like he's grabbing some fruit. It falls, revealing, oh, there's something behind this. That somehow nobody in the past 3,000 years... Roughly. ...has been able to come across. Yeah. They just happen to be standing outside in front of the... Well, I guess technically Chitara led them there. Yeah. Because Ever of, since she is a cleric. She is a cleric, so she knew the general direction they were going. And it's like, okay, now we're here. You're going to have to use the Eye of Thundera to get just get us any farther. Mm-hmm. And it's not the Eye of Thundera yeah. that gets them any farther, not for a little bit. It's yeah. Snarf. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> there. Oh yeah, like, and then we get into a a plethora of getting out of traps, trying to figure out said traps. Mm-hmm. And all the while, we we come. Well, go let, ahead. Let me touch on this one bit of trivia. That actually will take us through all the plot points. Okay. So. Go for it. Each member of the group contributes to finding the Book of Omens. True. Snarf, like we said, pulled on a piece of fruit revealing the entrance to the temple. Right. Wily Cat and Wily Kit picked the lock on the door of the key-filled room instead of spending time trying to find the correct one. Mm-hmm. 
Panthro's inability to swim causes him to sink to the bottom of the flooded room immediately and thus discover the trap door to escape while the others swim to the top and would most likely have drowned eventually. Well, some cats just don't like water. Apparently. Of course they don't. Anyway, Chitara, Chitara's speed allows her to pass through the hallway of the spinning blades untouched in order to shut them down. Lionel uses the Sword of Omens to find the trigger to activate the bridge to where the Book of Omens is, and Tigra uses that whip to activate said bridge due to it being located where no one would be able to safely climb down to it. Mm-hmm. So, they finally get to the... The final point of where everyone believes the sort the Book of Omen lies. And so we get the backstory mm-hmm. with that of um it's Jatara who tells the story, right? She tells the story of where the uh, of the legend more oh, yeah. more le- more than yeah. anything else. Especially by next episode we will find out it's very much legend or at yeah. least based on events, but there's a little bit of mythology right. in there that happens to not be true. Right. Uh, but the Book of Omens uh is in this tower. Mm-hmm. And that, and apparently, it was placed there by some clerics who believed it would be too, uh, it would be bad if the the book got into the wrong hands. Mm-hmm. So, in order to protect it, took it far, far away from Thundera, mm-hmm. and uh, to a place nobody knew about. Built somehow, built this tower, and then sealed themselves inside of it with the book. Yes. So that eve, so that no one would know the location of this right. thing. Right. Except apparently, just enough information was given to the to the previous clerks for Chart Chitara to know where to take them to the fruit. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so all the while, Jaga has been held captive in this lantern. Lantern. I want to call him a jar, but it's a it's a lantern. Oh, and a lantern jar. A lantern jar. So Jaga is supposed to be at this time leading Mumra and his army to where the Book of Omens is, and apparently he's just leading them astray. But Mumra, being the all-powerful sorcerer he is, mm-hmm. com- compels uh, Jaga in his deformed, his uh, his nothing but... What was spirit it? lantern. Yeah, spirit lantern to guide him to it. And so then we get the the epic battle of we finally get to see Mumra's true form, and wow, that is a huge form. That is freaking huge. And the huge. fight uh, that they do yeah. is great too. Because I mean, they're trying to get to the top of the tower that's within another tower. Yeah, that's on the side of a mountain <laughs> to get to where the Book of Omens is. Uh, each one of the Thundercats, except for Wily Kit and Wily Cat, really has to fight Mumra for some bit. And I guess they those two helped a little bit, too. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. But, uh... They did pick a lock. Eventually, the only... Yeah, well, I'm, I don't mean the... the during the fight. Getting during, the fight. The, during the fight itself, I don't yes. think they helped too much. No, they Because they're kids. Yeah. And you can't show kids getting hurt on Cartoon Network. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, it gets to where... Uh, Lino and Mumra are fighting sword to sword, essentially. Yeah. At the top of this tower, Chitara, who had caught uh, the Jaga's Jaga's lantern mm-hmm. when Mumra threw it away, because yeah. he no longer needs it, making thus making villain mistake number two thirty five. Uh, mm. 
she is able to rush it all the way to the top of the tower by running around the ins- the the inside of the the outer tower. And also, uh, just to note, be like, Lionel did summon the Thundercats because he yes. Thunder Thundercats ho. Be like summons all the Thundercats, right? And there's this really really horrible joke. That has been going around since the 80s that every time Lion-O summons the Thundercats, it's always Chitara is the first one running. Well, she's the fastest one. That she's, is true. She is based on a cheetah. That is true. But I, I refuse to let this joke stand is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay. Anyway, she's able to she's able to get Jaga's lantern up there enough toward Jaga in a last bit of self-sacrifice mm-hmm. is able to shine enough light on Mumra to force him to have to escape. Yeah, because he can't he can't stand the light. He can't stand the light. And uh that breaks of course his lantern as it is a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. But we do see what looks like a little green s- sphere that must be the remains of his spirit or yeah. soul mm-hmm. uh float up to where the book of omens is is yes and that causes it to release down to them and that's how the episode ends yes with the big reveal there's nothing in the book <laughs> there's nothing in the book much like kung fu panda yeah <laughs> but i think the bigger biggest part of this that leads directly into the next episode yes. is uh we get a flashback at some at one point mm-hmm. to leo and uh Mom. what's this guy's name Mumra's there too. Yeah. Uh, Tigus. Yeah. It's Leo Tigus and Mumra. Yeah. In a spaceship. And it's very obvious that Leo and Tigus are serving Mumra. So mm-hmm. it opens the door. It's like, what's going on? Why are th- the Thundercats of old serving Mumra in a giant spaceship? Yeah. What is it? And what does it have to do with the, uh, the eye of Thundera? Exactly. Or as, or as they keep referencing to the, the Warstone. Stone. Yes. So what's going on? what's uh it gives you this kind of it gives you a nice lead into the next episode yes it does or at least foreshadowing to what we hope would be the next episode of course yeah. we already watched the next episode so right we'll just say that is that um yeah I mean, this is a very f- fun episode agreed uh, to watch because even though i still look at it and go isn't it convenient <laughs> just that a little snarf is able to find uh, bump stride and steal this fruit and that happens to show the way to the entrance isn't it convenient that chitara happens to have a a power pole from dragon ball z that can extend to both sides enough to hold the latches open so everyone can just walk through normally isn't it convenient that that vent that was at the bottom of the pool led to the top room yes so that panthro panthro could climb up there and isn't it convenient that the obvious vent from an air conditioning system happens to be big enough that the Thundercats can crawl through it? Right. And isn't it convenient that all this stuff happens? I mean, the only... The, the, there's a... Uh, they have an object of plot convenience in the show built into its DNA being the Eye of Thundera anyway. Yeah, right. But all this other stuff just seems to be so convenience true that it happens to play directly to our heroes abilities and talents mm-hmm. and items also i think this was the first time we in the show we saw t- uh tiger's whip no we actually saw we saw it in we, the, did we see it in the opening yeah we saw it like in the 
I think it's the first or second episode. No, the first episode. First episode. First yeah. episode. When, when Because it, when every other time he's just used his gun. Yeah. But this is also the first time they show Tiger being able to go invisible. No. Uh, no, it's actually in the first episode. He yeah, does that he, then too. He, he does I turn invisible. I swear I watched that episode and I don't remember it. No, he, tur- he turns invisible when they're. When, um, when Lino is uh, wanting to release the lizards. Oh, and okay. so the all the other cats are trying to gang up on him, mm-hmm. and so Jitara and Tiger team up, and so he uses his ability, which is to turn invisible with his lip whip. All right, all right. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. Mm. What's new? <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, uh, do you have any additional any other thoughts uh, on this? I love the mythos which they built into this series. Mm-hmm. With the original show, it was more okay. They're from this. They're from thir- they're from Thundera. <laughs> the planet blows up, and they have to go to this new world. And you get a little more of the mythos of that world. Yeah, you you really don't get a whole lot of what Thundera was, or a whole lot. You'd be mm-hmm. like, you get a little bit here and there. But with this show, they actually go into a lot more in depth, a lot more uh, mythos, a lot of the mythology of everything. Is everything yeah. is so just jam packed with information? It's so. Yeah. One of the great things about this particular episode mm-hmm. is the fact that we get so much uh, of what we think of what the thunder, the, the Thunderans, Thunderians, 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 what they believe their history is, because obviously they've forgotten. Yeah. Uh, their past. Yeah. Which we, we'll find out uh, what that past is next in the next episode. episode. So mm-hmm. seeing at least all, all this stuff and finding out, oh, this is what they believe. Next episode, we'll find out what actually is going on. Right. How much is true? How much is myth? We don't know. Because that's the thing. When this show starts off, mm-hmm. as far as you know, the Thundarans and the Lizards and everybody else is native to the planet. Yeah. The fact that there might be another planet out there is not even in your mind. Yeah. And that's true all the way till this episode. Yes. And you're going, oh. Or really to the Mm. next episode. Right. And you're going, oh, there's more to this. Okay. Because I was starting to wonder as fast as these episodes were going, especially when we, at the sixth episode in, we're already getting the Book of Omens, which is what the they were saying they're going to have to go find at the beginning of the series. Yeah. Only six episodes ago. So yeah. it's like, what could they possibly go for next? Yeah. We'll find out in the next episode. We will. And it's a good one too. Oh yes. So join us then for legacy. Mm-hmm. Where's my cursor? Come, Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what, Drew? The same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast. Oh boy. So where can they find you, Jacob? They can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron and Jacob's Daily Art Corner, my personal art Facebook page, on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron, on Instagram at Jacob B. Heron, and on Letterboxd at Jacob Heron. Where can they find you, Drew? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. You can also find my Facebook page at Drew's Photo Bin, where I upload uh, my photography. You can also follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759 and Twitter at GGeorge759. Where can they find us, Jacob? You can also visit our website, the Cellcast 
www.podbean.com where you will find every episode we released and links to listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Our RSS feed, if we aren't in your favorite podcast app directory, please share, review, and subscribe to us there and share us with your friends. You will also find a link to our Facebook group, the Double Feature Podcast Community, where we talk about both animated and live-action movies. We share this with our other podcasts, which we do with Jacob's brother Jim, at uh, the Movie of the Week podcast, where we talk about live-action movies. You can also email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please like our page on Facebook. We try to post about upcoming movies. If you comment on that movie's post before we record, we'll read your comments in the episode. And remember, every time we say The Cellcast, that is with a single L. L.